On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Today it is on Sunday here in California, Los Angeles. It's about 8, 11 p.m. Uh, I think it's the perfect time to do a podcast because it's Saturday night and instead of going out and partying and having drinks and getting drunk, I'm sitting home and uh, recording this for you guys. So today I want to talk about something really interesting and I think something that kind of affects um, a lot of Asians and even Asian Americans and Asians from Asia in general. I think it's something that we don't really touch base enough of and it's how to say I love you to your parents and I know before all of you guys start getting into it and talking and saying hey you know it's a cultural thing we don't do that blah 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 but I think I'm gonna try and touch base on this and and can I get to the fact that it's really critical and really crucial that you do this because um you know people only live once in their lifetime and once they're gone you know whatever you want to do whatever you want to say to them it's gonna it's gonna vanish like the wind so you're going to want to take advantage of this opportunity. So um, why is it that Asians, especially like in families, why, why don't we say this to our parents? And I think a lot of it has to do with um, a cultural thing. Like growing up, you know, um, as an Asian American, you know, your parents always want you to do well in life. They want you to succeed. And, uh, you know, being a, a, a first generation, um, you know, born here in, in California, in the U.S., I think... When your parents come over, they they work hard, they study hard, and they pretty much make a good life. And they're successful, they make good money, and, and part of that good life comes from working very, 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 very hard, extremely hard. And to them, they only know um, what it's like to, I guess, succeed by being really educated. So that's, that's why they're always trying to push the fact that you got to study hard and you have to get good grades and get a good job so it's like along that process you know um having that family bond that family connection you know it's kind of lost along the way so uh asian parents love to kind of like you know indirectly say they love you by by asking you know how you're doing cooking for you doing your laundry um paying for your i guess tuition or just little things in general here and there that you know we don't really see um like, for example, you know, when I was growing up in uh, a small city called Sacramento here in California, um, I had a friend, and he was Caucasian, you know, um, American Caucasian. And uh, every time I'd go to his house, um, I'd always see his parents say, hey, I love you, baby. Oh, hey, I love you, honey. And it's like every time they leave for work or every time they, you know, go to school or something, it's always like, I love you. And they give each other a hug or a kiss, and I'm like, I'm kind of cringing inside, like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Can you guys do that in a private room? Why do I have to see this? But I think growing up in, a, as, as an, in an Asian household, I rarely, rarely saw that. I guess only a few times did my dad 
you know, kiss my mom before going to work. But I guess after like I was like 13 or 14, um, he stopped doing that. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. But um, yeah, it's kind of strange because every time my dad would write me an email or he'd write me like a text message, he would say, something 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 hey son have a good time blah 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 and then love dad but then like in person he would never ever say son i love you i guess it's just cringe level 1000 <laughs> i can't imagine him doing that i mean to this day i think if he did that to me i'd probably be like dad are you okay i mean did, did you did you do something happen or did mom tell you to do something but um i think i mean it's just a cultural thing and i think um i think it's something that can be changed and, and should be changed i'm not saying you can go out there right now today and say you love your parents but um you can kind of give it a shot you know and for those that uh, of you guys that kind of grew up and aren't really used to this i think you know give it a shot i mean you never know um when your parents are going to go you know and and i love you are the three most powerful words in the world i mean love heals and it's been proven that you know um compassion does heal there's a saying that goes like kill your enemy with kindness and i think that works um quick story for you guys i think i was working at a company about four or five years ago and there was a custodian there and he was a he was a, i guess a vietnam war veteran um and he was really old like this guy was like late 70s early 80s and he was still working at our company and he was in charge of like cleaning the building like doing all the facility work, pretty much all the dirty work that nobody really wanted to do. And he was always really grumpy and really groggy all the time. So every time he'd see me, he'd be like, Van, did you pick up your trash? Hey, 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 you know, like, you can't be leaving stuff out like that. And, you know, He was just always trying to, like, take jabs, you know, like flex. And he had an ego, like, the size of, like, you know, Los Angeles. Basically, what I'm trying to say is his ego is very big. And at first I was like, man, this guy is trying to like walk all over me. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to let him do that. You know, as guys, you know, we have big egos ourselves. We gotta, we, we're very prideful. We have to protect our ego. And we're like, and I got into an argument with him a few times. You know, I was like, you know what? Heck no, I'm not going to let him talk to me like that. And so I talked back to him like, you know what? You know what? Uh, his name was Alan. Alan, if you're listening, I'm sorry, man. But actually, his story is going to end well. I'm like, Alan, what are you doing? Why are you talking to me like that? I, I don't like that. You know, you're not supposed to raise your voice at me because you know what? I'm gonna stand my ground. I'm not gonna let you walk over me. And we bump heads here and there. But one day I was driving to work and I'm like, you know what? What if I change my perspective and kind of like put myself in his shoes? Like, why is he the way he is? And that's all about I think part of growing up and becoming more mature is that you kind of want to think in other people's shoes and you realize that like there isn't a right or wrong in this world. Everybody is entitled to their own perspective and. To be able to have, like, a an open perspective just makes you so much more accepting. So I was like, maybe he's just lonely, or maybe he's just like very um, sad, or maybe he has some kind of struggle that I don't know internally that he's trying to hide away. So one day, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to be nice to him just a little bit, you know, start trying to talk back to him. And in the beginning, it was hard. I mean, I'm like, I walk past the hallway and he would look straight, like tunnel vision, pretend I'm not even there. And the moment, like, he didn't see something that he doesn't like, bam, takes it out on me or takes it out on whoever is around him. Um, so then Christmas rolled around and then I was like, okay, well, 
I want to give this guy a gift. I want to, I want, I want to make him happy because he. I mean, I only know that he lived alone, and you know, like if you're that old and you're living alone and you don't have family or anything, it's like, I mean, it's easy to get lonely. But anyway, I, I was trying to think to myself, what should I get him? And I was like, I couldn't think of anything. I'm like, this guy, he doesn't need food. He has a car. Um, I can't get him any girls because he's old. Uh, so I couldn't. And then finally, uh, this thought came to my mind. And it's like, he smokes a lot. Surprise, he's still alive, but he smokes a lot. What can I get him? So I was like, okay, he's probably going to be lighting like thousands of matches a day or, or need some kind of, some tool to like light his cigarette. So I was like, okay, you know what? Why don't I get him a USB electronic lighter? You know, one of those on Amazon where you can get and then you can light it up yourself. It's basically like USB powered. Um, I mean, I think he's high tech enough to know how to plug in a USB lighter and charge it. But I got him that. And uh, on Christmas, um, he came into the room, you know, grumpy as always. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to, I'm going to try out this theory. I'm going to try to kill him with kindness, seeing this works. And so I shook his hand. I was like, Alan, I got you something. No, seriously, I got you something, Alan. I appreciate all your help. I know sometimes people don't see it, but um, I want you to remember that your efforts are always appreciated. If not by anyone, at least I appreciate your efforts. So I took out that gift. I wrapped it up, and I even wrote him a little card, and I gave it to him, and I shook his hand, and he was speechless. He he couldn't say anything, and he was kind of like taken aback. Like, why is this Asian guy giving me something? <laughs> and uh he stood up and he was like well thank you very much man I, I i don't know what to say and i think from that moment on whenever he saw me he he acknowledged me he acknowledged me and, and said hi i mean it wasn't the most previous or highest but i think when you are kind to somebody i think it heals something inside of them that's something that they i guess held on to or had some kind of grudge or something and i think not only in, in, in life, but in your family, and your at work. Like, if you do something kind for somebody, people are going to want to do something for somebody else, you know? And kindness is kind of like a domino effect. It spreads. And I think you should do something kind for someone, not because you want them to be kind to you or to do something back for you in return, but it's because from your own heart, from your own, I guess, um, self-love, you want to give it out. So I think it's something that I think um, people should try to try to do more. So going back to the topic, I think saying I love to your parents, it's something that I think given, I guess it doesn't matter what culture you're from, what country you're from, what color you are, what ethnic background you're from. I think it just, those three words are just so, so powerful. And I think everybody should try to do that. And uh, I mean, to this day, I think it's still hard for me to do it personally, but I mean, I think I made some progress. I mean, I would, I, I never used to text my parents and say like, hey, I miss you guys. Or hey, like, you know, I love, I mean, I love you guys. But I mean, especially during Christmas or like New Year's, I, I'll say it once, probably like every like five or four or five months. <laughs> but I think it's better than nothing. And I think, you know, um, it's something that when you go, when you get older, you realize that like you should. I guess try to show more empathy to your parents because they're not always going to be here forever. And I think you kind of understand their struggle, you know. Um, and I'm speaking more towards like the Asian Americans here because I think a lot of your parents, 
came over here at a very young age and to kind of sacrifice a life that they weren't used to just to give you a life that they think is better. And I think growing up in a Western country in, in the U.S., I can only speak for people that grew up here because I grew up here myself. It's a privilege for sure. And going back to, to you know, where you're from, um, whether it's like China, Taiwan, Vietnam, Thailand, I think growing up in the States, it's it's a big a big difference and I think um, you shouldn't take it for granted and so you should also thank your parents and, and you know try to put yourself in their shoes and, and get to know them personally ask them questions that you know you never you had a chance to ask like what was your journey like what, what were your struggles you know like when you came over here how did you like carry yourself in times of like um, like you wanted to give up you know in times of, of, of struggle like what motivated you what pushed you to get through and i think conversations like these you know will stay with you forever even the days where your parents aren't here anymore you can keep those memories and they're powerful you know they they, they motivate you and knowing that your parents went through i mean it's a big struggle <laughs> so learn how to say i love you to your parents i mean it's a little bit difficult it could be tricky but um if you can actually go out there and, and learn to set your emotions aside set your pride down and like kind of turn down your ego, I think those three powerful words, no matter how much pain someone's been through, no matter how much um, drama or how much um, family dynamic that, that your your families have been through, like, you know, if you have a, fad, a bad family dynamic and you want to fix it, I mean, there's no better way to start than saying, like, I love you, you know, mom, or I love you, dad. And I think we should all try, strive to do that. I think growing up Asian American in this country, you, we have a very unique perspective that we're kind of half like Asian, but also half like Westernized. So it's like a blend of like both East and West. And we can kind of see what works and what doesn't work and kind of take, you know, take, take, take the best, the pros from both sides and kind of mix them together. And I think that's, that's something that's, it's very unique to Asian Americans. And I think um, we can use that to our advantage for sure. Um, uh, I think, you know, growing up, you know, if you, especially if you have parents that are very strict, um, I mean, you guys, kn- you, you guys know what I'm talking about, you know, like if you have to have like a 4.0, you have to have a great GPA, you have to have good test scores, all A's, not, not even a B, you know, um, I was fortunate enough to have, I mean, my parents did push me, but they weren't to the fact where it's like, I had to get all A's. It's like, at least I had to do a good job and put in the effort. But I mean, I mean, I understand that, you know, because they didn't have room for error you know their margin for error was very slim i guess being in a, in a country that they had no help no family so it's like um my dad has a master's and a phd in economics so it's like he had no um room for for failing because if you fail no one's gonna help him out you know no one's gonna gonna pick him up and he can only pick himself up and i mean i can imagine working as a janitor in a church for a while just to make enough money to pay for tuition and that's what my dad did and i think i'm sure a lot of immigrant parents did the same thing they went through the struggle just to like come out on top and i think when you are forced into a position where you have nothing and you're forced to like live or die i think a lot of people they rise to the occasion and i think a lot of immigrant parents did that so i think that's so amazing and so powerful and i think we should all look up to that and be be inspired by that but um our generation is a little bit more unique and I think um, we don't have to like work 
extremely hard. And a, a lot of us, you know, a lot of people might say that, hey, you know, there's certain generations that are more entitled and they're more, more like kind of, um, they don't work as hard, a little bit more lazy. But I think, like, again, you know, going back to the point where it says there, there is no right or wrong in this world. It's all about perspective. And I think, um, and I think I can kind of see that a little more clear now that I, now that I'm 33 and I'm kind of seeing different things from different angles. And I think we can kind of see where our parents went wrong and did us wrong or we can kind of grow off of that so if i ever, if i ever had kids one day you know i'd probably raise them to be kind of like a, a mix and you know, like a 50 50 blend of asian both american where um to work hard from an asian cultural perspective to work hard to love your family to embrace your roots but also from the american side like to know how to communicate love to your family and and to have your kids treat you like a friend and also treat you like a lover and see you as someone that they can look up to but also someone that can be there for them in times of need and i think that's really critical and i think that's something that in asian culture that we can improve on and and i can see that it's lacking there because a lot of kids grow up to resent their parents because they were too strict on them and instead of seeing their parents as someone they can they can talk to they see their parents as someone that, that is like a strict teacher that they can only it's like they have to have approval from their parents. And if their parents don't approve, they become scared. And, and that affects your self-esteem and your confidence too. So I think um, learning how to you have your kids trust you and see you as someone that they can talk to and, and lean on, you know, it, 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 it pays off in the long run as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's so powerful, you know, these three words. And I think that if you guys learn to, to say these three words, I think, um, it can heal and heal deeply. So, um, let me hope you guys really like this podcast today. And I think it's a topic that I think personally is very, 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 very important. And I think that, you know, we should all strive to do. And no matter if you're like first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth generation Asian American, I think it doesn't really matter. And again, I think, um, kindness heals. And I know, people have big egos out there but when you get older you realize that like it's good to be confident but don't be too egotistical you know i think there's a fine line between being confident uh confident and being cocky and i think when you get older you 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 realize that and, and i'm trying to just pass down to like for the generations and hopefully these podcasts that i'm doing will help somebody out there in the world um uh i mean you know it's it's once you find that balance in your life i think you know you'll be you'll be golden and i think even to this day i think we're still trying to grow i think that's part of life it's just you got to grow continue to be better continue to find yourself and work on yourself and i think you know when you get to that point where you're constantly growing and and you want to have that mentality to learn i think your life will become more meaningful and what better way to start than saying i love love you to your parents so um yeah try to go out there and and do it guys i mean I, i know you guys can do it. i know we can make the world a better place and it all starts within right it all starts with you it starts within your family with your parents and slowly it's going to trickle out and spread so i wish you guys the best and it's about 8 30 p.m over here in los angeles california great weather and uh stay positive guys stay happy um you know it's going to get ugly but in the long run it's going to become beautiful so um this is van uh i hope you guys are happy peaceful and uh and live a life full of love all right go out there and say i love you to your parents 
I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Have a good one.